Lately, I've been thinking about community gathering places. They've all but disappeared, or at least they've been changed. I've also been thinking that maybe they stopped being important even before this pandemic. We have a digital public square that is social media, and it cuts across time and space. You post something and it just hangs there. You don't know who's seen it. You don't know when they've seen it. And you don't know where they are when they saw it. They could be on the other side of the world. Maybe they'll see it and click like. Or maybe they'll see it and think about it and even show it to other people, but not click like. You have no idea that they saw it or even who they are. You open up your screen and you see pictures and messages from people posted at different times from different places. This is a flowing stream of communication. It's still interaction, but not a gathering place in the traditional sense, coffee shop or a bar or a public library. We physically gather together at parties and events. We go to concerts. We invite each other over for dinner. We have play dates with our kids. There's a time and a place in the scene and a context for exchanges in these physical places. You can make a gesture across the room. You can say something within earshot, and then it's gone into memory or soon forgotten. It's easier in today's times, even before the pandemic, to avoid your local community, to not really know your neighbors. Even if you feel inspired to contribute to the greater good, you can just as easily click a button and donate to a faraway cause then you can volunteer with a local organization to plant trees or register people to vote or whatever. Our online worlds allow us to be untethered from the messiness of community. It's a commitment to know your neighbors. Your neighbor might have a personality trait that gets on your nerves. They might ask you for a favor. Joining a group or a community initiative suddenly brings restrictions on your time and freedom as an individual. When I say your freedom, I'm also reflecting on my own hesitation to get involved locally. I teach at a public school, but I don't live in the neighborhood where I work. In our apartment complex, it's not the cultural norm to get together with neighbors or make an effort to congregate socially, even with those in your own building. There might be the desire for this congregating, but if there is the desire, it usually stays by itself, not risking the awkwardness to try to make it happen. The online world is now mediated through video conference. The bars and coffee shops have been replaced by Zoom and Google Hangouts. These video conferences don't allow eye contact, and there's kind of a sense of self-consciousness because you can't help but glance at your own image on the corner of the screen. Our sense of self is beamed through cyberspace, translated into code and appears pixelated on the other end. How much gets lost through translation? I don't know. It's better than nothing, but it also alters our perceptions, perhaps in subtle ways of each other that we don't even realize. While our socialization is global, this pandemic is creating a heightened awareness of the local. We want to order from our local restaurants to keep them going. If we get sick, we're going to rely on our local healthcare systems. I wonder how these changes will shake out with time, whether this Local attention and local awareness will sprout into a local renaissance of art, culture. For my part, I feel drawn towards a local connection now more than ever. 
even as I'm communicating in meaningful ways with friends and family across the country. Our worlds are smaller than we thought, maybe, even as the world feels more and more connected. Mm-hmm.